Welcome back, everybody. We are here with another reach. Okay. What? <laughs> this is why I do the welcome? Yeah, you've been doing really good with it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Circle C Reach Podcast. I'm your host, Austin. And I'm Josh. And we are so excited for today. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the last week this of is, oh my gosh. Camp in a Box. That's crazy. I feel like it was just yesterday we were sitting in Miss Kate's. It's, and we did yeah. the first podcast. You can and go back and listen are. to it. We're sitting in your car in a parking lot doing the last one. Yep. And again, I am in the driver's seat. Again, so drive away. So I'm literally in the driver's seat, and I will drive not only this vehicle. I'm not driving while we talk, but uh, I'll drive the conversation potentially. So this is our last week of Camp in a Box. What, yep. What's been your favorite part? You can at home. You can say that. You can say your favorite part out loud. I'll, you know, ready. I'll, One, two, three. Oh, that that's, was my that's favorite so too. Cool. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. Wow. Thanks. That was awesome. Cool. Ah, ooh, that's tough for me. I think that my favorite part um, would probably be when we did the fireside chats with got the it. senior campers, and we actually I actually got to like talk <laughs> with campers and yeah. talk with you guys for like the only time this that whole was year. Awesome. Yeah, we miss you all. We miss you. Yeah, all. we do deeply. So, uh, thanks for asking, Josh. Yeah, my favorite part of camp. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part was uh, when we got to to film the shootout. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was awesome. The episode came out where I, where we came out and threw the dynamite in the middle of town. No, not yet. Nobody's seen that oh. yet. <laughs> that's uh. <laughs> well, yeah. Nope. Nope. That's next week. Oh, okay. That's a little well, spoiler hey. for you. <laughs> Anyways. No, but that was a crazy weekend. Oh, yeah, my gosh. We had so much fun, though. Yeah, oh, we did. Camp in a box. It's winding down. And after after this week, it's it's your job, it's to, your continue job. To, to continue to be in a relationship with Jesus. Like, it's it's on you. Like, you know, we, we can have a relationship with Jesus, and it's personal. Uh, it doesn't have to be private, um, and it shouldn't be private, but it is personal. And it's your job to continue to sustain that. And then we can ask God to, for, for prayer, or we can pray to him and ask for wisdom and those types of things. But that's what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. And this whole year, it's your job. the theme has been the great adventure, which really, I, you know, I, I just picked it because it was fun. But 2020 has seriously been the great adventure on wild. so many levels. Uh, but our theme verse uh, really goes along with this week's uh, topic. It's uh, Matthew 28, 19, and it says, So wherever you go, make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So that that is our job. Mm-hmm. That's the Great Commission. It, we got to go, and we got to make disciples, and then we just got to keep going. Go and tell. Go and tell. Go and tell. Go and tell. Oh, you're done with your job? No, your job's never done. No. Keep going. So when we talk about your job, it, you're not saying that being a Christian is like a nine-to-five workday? Like I, I can't clock in and out? You can't clock in and out. No. Right. That's no. weird. I don't have my Christian punch card. No. I, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't work like that. And, and so I guess the, the question is, what does it mean to make disciples? You have a yeah. pretty good definition. Yeah. Like so at the chapel, we talk about uh, what does it mean to be a disciple? And we talk about how to be a disciple means we're daily following Jesus and compelling others to do the same. Now, daily t- daily following Jesus, we've talked about in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Being in God's word, being in prayer, finding accountability, finding people that you can you can be with and have community with. Mm-hmm. 
compelling others to do the same, we don't need to complicate the, the idea or the word of compel, right? Right. But when we live so on fire, you've seen people that are so passionate that make you want to just be about what they're about. So yes, you know my, you know me. Uh-huh. I love two things. Okay. Shark Week. and i love the olympics yeah you do part of the reason why i love both of those things is one i would love to go cage diving with a great white shark you would i would love what love love it have you seen those go wrong ever of course oh my gosh i'll take you know whatever it does seem pretty awesome so i love shark week and i love the olympics i was just in lake placid last weekend and was able to go to the olympic museum whoa but I was inspired and wanted to be an Olympian. You did. I I, I still do. For what? In what area? It depends if it's summer or winter. Okay, summer. Summer would be beach volleyball. Twos, Ooh. doubles, doubles beach volleyball. And then winter, bobsled. Wow. Yep. Easy. Okay. Easy. Um. So, why why does that happen to me though? It's because I see people that are so passionate about what they do, whether they're they're swimming with sharks or whether they're <laughs> whether they're an uh, Olympian who has spent four years. I think that's what's so cool about being an Olympian is it's it's not every year. It's yeah. four years and you put so much time and effort and energy. If you don't have passion, you won't make it. And it's just been going on since forever. Right. I've been to the original stadium. The in OG. Athens. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like every four years since people were here, people have been it's competing. And yeah, so that's crazy. Yeah, you're so, right, though. But it, it passion inspires people, right? So mm-hmm. when we have such a passion and a desire for Jesus, mm-hmm. it's going to inspire people. That's what we mean when we, we say compel, yep. right? When, when I go into the Olympic Museum and I see people – you know, through videos that are telling their story about how they became an Olympic athlete. I'm inspired. I'm compelled to be mm-hmm. a part of what's happening with the Olympics, to be an Olympic Olympic athlete. The same is true for our relationship with Jesus. When we're so passionate and have such a drive to get to know him and to live like him, other people will see that. Yeah. By our words, our actions, our deeds, when we go and tell, as we're talking about. Right. And I think, uh, I think to go back to Shark Week, if you look at people, if you if you look at people that are on the Shark Week shows and that are are doing like are on Discovery Channel with sharks, those people are crazy shark people. Yeah, and so that's right. exactly what you're talking about. It's just like <laughs> contagious. It's just like okay, if they're that obsessed with sharks, maybe sharks are pretty awesome. Uh-huh. Which they are. Yeah, they, they are. Awesome. Shark Week is the, the like second best week of the year. All right, I'm I'm kind of into it. I've never been into Shark I Week before, shark but I'll week. give it a shot now. See, that's what it does. It's contagious. Yep. Dude Perfect did a thing on uh, Shark Week this year. They did? Yeah, you have to go back and watch it. I will. Yep. I love Dude Perfect. I know. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Okay, so the, the real question here is, for us, you and I, we're both in ministry. Yeah. I work in K-Ministry. You work in church ministry. And so our our lives, our focus, for the most part, is on making disciples. Right. It's our job. It's what we get to think about all day, every yeah. day. But for a lot of the people that are probably listening— uh, maybe they don't work in ministry. Yeah. And so I think it's really important that even when we're not actively doing a ministry with a church or something, that our lives point people to Jesus. Yeah. Here's what I've here's what I've come to know. Although we work in ministry, quote unquote. Yeah. Right. We all live a life of ministry. Right. We should. So just because, um, you know, you and I have the, the luxury of to be able to do that day in and day out for all of us to have the mindset of how do I allow the, the love of Jesus to be shown? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the beauty of it. When everybody, when all of us are living a life like that, 
there's so many people that that you Josh are connected to that I'm not. There's there's hmm. people that are listening that are connected to people that I will never meet in my life. Right. And it takes all of us living out the great commission for God to see what God wants in yeah. this world. Because God God wants to see no one perish, right? Yeah, that's what he says. We've talked about that this, the, at, at camp this year. God wants to see no one perish. So in order for that to be true, in order for that to happen, he's he's decided, and and don't ask me why because I, it's it's unbelievable, but he's decided that he's going to use you and me and everybody listening and, mm-hmm. and all those that, that claim the name of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He's going to use all of us mm-hmm. to reach everybody who doesn't know him. So it's right. it's it's got to be we're an all in. We're all in yep. to do whatever it takes. Not not just those that work at a church or do camp ministry. Like it's all of us are all in to make disciples. Mm-hmm. To be to compel others to be so passionate about Jesus that people can't help but ask the question, what would it look like if my life right. was surrendered to Jesus? I really like the way you said that because you know when we started off when I read uh, the verse Matthew twenty eight nineteen, and if I'm a if I'm a middle schooler. And I'm listening to this. I'm just going to be like, okay, that's great for you guys. You guys are adults. You guys work at church. Like, what does that mean for me? But I love the way you just said that. It's just like every day our lives look so different that people want to know what's different. Like we're a bunch of Shark Week fanatics, but except about Jesus. (laughs) Jesus Week. But it's Jesus Jesus every day. Jesus 24-7. Yep. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, no, I – it's actually super – you know, it, it weighs on me sometimes. Like, what what would it look like? These are some of the things I ask my myself. Like, what would it look like if everybody who's listening to this podcast mm-hmm. went and lived out their everyday life, looking for opportunities to have conversations about Jesus? Yeah. Like, like yes, our lives need to demonstrate it. The way we act and the way the way we care for others needs to be Christ-like, but also the words that we use. The conversations that we have. Uh, uh, can I give you an example? Please. Okay. So so I guess what I mean is like I can be a good person, right? I can serve at a soup kitchen. I can sweep, you know, sweep parking lots and make things clean and do all Service is a huge part of and a piece of our Christian walk. Of course, but yeah. It's, but it's word and deed. Word yeah, and deed. Yeah, right. And I think when we talk about deeds and words, it, they combine themselves together in, in any relationship or any conversation really that you've had. Mm-hmm. I've had wild conversations with, with people that work at Panera and, and really? the, the lady that works at Panera and I had a free coffee for and we just started talking, what do you do? Oh, I work at a church. And also, mm-hmm. but you don't need to work at a church to have that conversation. Right. Right. Like, Oh, where were you the other? Oh, I was watching, I was watching my youth group online or I was watching virtual camp. I was wa- circle yeah. C. Have you ever heard of circle C? Well, I went to circle C and I gave my life to Jesus and everything's changed. Like, we can look at every conversation we have, and if we pray and ask God mm-hmm. to open up doors for conversation, he will. Yeah, which is crazy. So you're right. Really, really quick story, because I told you I'd tell you a story, and then I never told you a story. Yeah, I was ready um, for the story. When we were first in quarantine, I, I had to do work from home. Mm-hmm. And I sat at the front window of my house, and every day about 8 o'clock, I would see the same guy walking down my street. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know his name. So he would walk by, and then I began to ask God, God, would you, would you create an opportunity for me to be able to, to talk to him and to be able to, to mm-hmm. have a conversation with him? I began to pray for an unknown, unnamed guy. A couple weeks later, I'm leaving to go to my car, um, and he's walking down the street. Hmm. I say, hey, man, like, how are you? Like, you know, good. We, it's a little small talk. What's your name? Oh, Dan. Okay. So now I, kn- I knew his now name. Now you got a name. Now I knew his name. So I started praying for Dan. Hmm. Praying for Dan, praying for Dan. 
few weeks after that, I was continuing to pray for Dan, and, and, and uh, ends up I was leaving, and he was walking by my car again, and we started talking. And, and he began to share with me um, some deep hurt from his past. He began to share with me um, some of the things that have transpired over the past many years uh, in his life and the things that he's been able to, to overcome and the struggles that he still has. But I had the opportunity to share with him about the hope that I have in Jesus, hmm. that he doesn't. And, uh, wow. and it was, it was so cool. And, and by the end of the conversation, I just, I said, Hey Dan, like, can I, can I pray for you? Hmm. And, and we stood there, um, in the street and prayed, wow. and I prayed for for him and, and continued to pray for him. But, but it's amazing what God does. If you just ask him to, to open your eyes to the opportunities right. he gives you. And I, Oh, I do. I love that story so much. And, Cause I think a lot of times when, if, if I were to hear that story, it's just like, man, I could never do that. I could never have that conversation. But I think it's important. This is I'm going to read a verse. This is like my life verse. Like whenever somebody's like, Josh, what's your favorite verse? I just pull this one out. Uh, so 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything to the glory of yep. God. And it's that simple. It's it's God is calling us to do everything to glorify God, even the most basic of things to eat and drink. And when we do that, yeah. God's going to be able to use our lives in a way like like the story right. you just shared. We don't have to be ready with a theological degree. We don't have to. We just have to be glorifying God in every little aspect of our life. Yeah. And when we do that, God's going to use that and use that to make disciples for Him. Absolutely. We it's, don't. We don't need to overcomplicate it. Right. We. I think we we tend to do that sometimes. Maybe for you, it's just asking that God would open your eyes to the opportunities He's giving you. Yeah. Because they're there. And it's not like, I just asked for his name. Yeah. I just, I didn't like come out with you my Bible. You just started a friendship. Like, yeah. I, right. right. It was a relationship. It wasn't like, I didn't come out with my Bible and be like, in my devotional this morning, I right. was reading about the, the God Exodus. wants me to tell like, you something. No, it was, what's your name? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, that's not that scary. Dan, cool. A couple weeks later. And we started talking. So, like, I think we, you know, just as we talked about earlier uh, in camp, like, it's baby steps. It's not. Right. Like we, it doesn't need to be all out story. Like that story sounds amazing and great. Yeah. But it happened over the course of five months. Man. Like. Right. You know, but I could tell it in five minutes. But it it happened over the course yeah. of five months. We don't need to. We don't need to overcomplicate it. Maybe for you, it's it's getting to know somebody that you don't, uh, you don't know so well, or somebody that you know is an outcast, or somebody that you know needs some love, and you just ask for their name and you start praying for them. Mm-hmm. Before you're having these conversations, you start praying for them. And then you ask God to open up opportunities. And then what I always ask for, I say, God, would you give me, would you open my eyes to see the opportunities that you've placed in front of me and give me the boldness to step into it? Yeah, right. He'll give you the boldness. He'll give it to you. I think that in order to do our job, we have to do exactly what you just said. We have to glorify God in every aspect of our life. Every opportunity we have, we have to glorify God. And when we do that, will be able to impact people's lives and, and help to make them into disciples. Yeah. But it, we have to we have to be looking because if we just put our head down in the sand and we just we just get on that on TikTok and once TikTok's banned, get on it <laughs> whatever else is next. By the time this airs TikTok might not be Oh even my allowed. gosh. We don't know. You can get you can always get onto it for a VPN, but I don't suggest okay. it. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> but I've never but, done it before. But th- this is the thing. Our job is not complicated, but it's essential. Yeah. Wow. What? That's good. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> It's not complicated. It's essential. There's so many, yeah. you know, that's that's the best way to say it. 
Sweet. Well, we can just we can wrap it up right then. I don't even know if I have anything else. When we realize how essential it is, we don't need to overcomplicate it. And, and maybe it's the, just the next step. What's yep. the next baby step? Don't overthink baby it. Step. What's the next step? That's all, that's all we'd encourage you to do. And we love you guys so much. And we, we pray for you guys that you would have the boldness. That just, Absolutely. Just as I pray for myself that I'd have the boldness to step into those opportunities. That you, you guys would, would also step into those opportunities. Don't overcomplicate it. Get in God's word. Be praying and asking for wisdom to know what things to step into, what things to say. The, the, whole, the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit will give us the words to say yep. that we need. Um, so don't, we don't mm-hmm. overcomplicate it. Just love on people the way lo- Jesus loved on people. It's that simple. In word and in deed. Go and tell. The Great Commission. Mm. This is what it's all about. Guys, thank you for seven great weeks they with were us. Amazing. Man, and if you guys missed any of the other podcasts, feel free to go back and listen in. And hopefully, uh, we will be talking to you again sometime in the future. But for now, just go do your job. Do your job. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. So long. We'll miss you guys. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye.